Well, we've nearly survived through September, the most bearish month historically for crypto. But what does October and Q4 of 2022 have in store for us? Hello, I'm Crypto Casey and welcome to another episode of Crypto This Week. Every Sunday, we explore the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets, as well as the ever-changing macroeconomic environment of the world at large. This video is sponsored by Ifani and more on them in a bit. Awesome. Let's hit Crypto This Week. The highly anticipated FOMC meeting happened this week, and Jerome Powell signals more pain to come with the Fed sending rates higher. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell vowed officials would crush inflation after they raised interest rates by 75 basis points for a third straight time and signaled even more aggressive hikes ahead than investors had expected. Basically, at this rate, we likely will not be close to the end of the bear market until the Federal Reserve reverts back to quantitative easing, aka money printing, and lowering interest rates or decreasing the cost to borrow money. But how much longer will that be? Will October bring fearfulness to crypto for 200 straight days? Data shows the crypto market has been fearful for 171 days already. Will the streak continue in October and reach 200 days? My random wild guess is that we are only maybe, if we are lucky, halfway through this bear cycle with another 200 days of pain ahead, which puts us starting to flip around March of 2023, which honestly, unless a lot of global miracles occur between now and then, we are more likely looking at an entire year of pain in 2023. But we shall see. Tell me what your random wild guess about when the bear cycle might come to an end in the comments below. Either way, it's best to prepare for a long and ugly recession, says Dr. Doom, the economist who predicted the 2008 crash. One of the first experts to forecast the 2008 recession is sounding the alarm bells that another big economic downturn is on the way. And whether or not he's right, as crazy crypto investors interested in speculative experimental technology, it's best to prepare for the worst because we will be better off regardless of what happens. Prepare for the worst by increasing your knowledge and increasing your income so you'll have more cash to take advantage of some amazing opportunities this bear market will afford us. Bank of America says cash is king as investor pessimism hits 2008 era high. Cash sees weekly inflows while stocks and bonds have outflows. Sentiment is unquestionably worse since global financial crisis. Speaking of cash, across the pond in UK, there's just one week left to spend paper 20 and 50 pound notes. New polymer versions featuring artist J.M.W. Turner and code-breaking Alan Turing will be the only legal tender from October 1st. Eventually, the new polymer notes will be replaced so that the new money bearing the image of King Charles can be distributed, slowly replacing the money with images of the late queen. The new coins and notes will need to be designed and minted or printed. Then the Royal Mint Advisory Committee must send recommendations for new coins to the Chancellor and obtain royal approval. Designs are then chosen and the final choices approved by the Chancellor and then the King. So the last time money in the UK was redesigned to reflect the monarchy was in 1953. The tradition is interesting, but this day and age, it feels a little strange to go through all that just to change the face to reflect a current ruler. But I don't know, that's just my opinion. Let me know what you guys feel about it, especially British citizens in the comments below. Cool, back to crypto. Crypto needs global regulatory framework, IMF or International Monetary Fund says. The longer it takes international regulators to form a game plan for regulating crypto, the more likely it is that regulation will be locked in at a fragmented national level, warned the IMF on Tuesday. Deputy and Assistant Directors Narain and Moretti argue that the absence of a coordinated global response to the crypto boom has given way to fragmented national level regulation that leads to regulatory arbitrage 
as crypto actors migrate to the friendliest jurisdictions with the least regulatory rigor, while remaining accessible to anyone with internet access. The IMF has stressed that a global response must be done sooner rather than later to avoid national regulators from being locked into differing regulatory frameworks. And seeing as how the IMF are just a bunch of thieves, it would be best for us if their self-serving global response was untimely. Another regulator that claims to be a protector of the people was called out this week. Mark Cuban and SEC chairman Gary Gensler took to Twitter to discuss their frustrations with crypto. In his response on Twitter, Cuban blasted Gensler by questioning if the SEC were actually interested in working on behalf of investors and whether the agency would ever make it easy for questions from investors and business people to be asked and answered. He continued by saying that it's almost impossible for the average person to open up that dialogue and that those who can't afford lawyers can only guess when it comes to cryptocurrency regulation. On Twitter again, Cuban commented on a post related to the Coinbase investigation, saying, think this is bad, wait till you see what they come up with for registration of tokens. What Cuban is referring to is the possibility that the SEC requires tokens to register as securities, just as it does stocks. That would mean a filing of reports from a token's developers on a periodic basis. Cuban pointedly summed up his feelings by saying, that's the nightmare that's waiting for the crypto industry. And nightmare is a bit of an understatement now that Ethereum has changed from proof of work consensus to proof of stake. Because as we discussed in last week's episode, a few hours after the Ethereum merge, Gensler made a statement that proof of stake cryptocurrencies could be securities. This would be both a nail in the United States coffin as a technological global elite and in the crypto markets at large due to a loss of investments from the most wealthy country in the world, the US. Bearish. And more regulators that pretend to care about us hit the crypto media scene this week as the Pentagon launches effort to assess crypto's threat to national security. New project is part of the U.S. government's wider crackdown on illicit uses of digital assets. The deal is the latest evidence that federal agencies are ramping up efforts to thwart rogue regimes, terrorists, and other criminal actors using crypto to fund their operations. <laughs> okay. This United States commitment to fight terrorism narrative has been played out far too long, it's embarrassing, and no one believes it anymore. And more regulators that actually don't even really bother pretending that they care about people at all, we will have to deal with them firsthand. Get ready for a swarm of incompetent IRS agents in 2023. The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents thanks to President Joe Biden's 2021 infrastructure package, but they won't be fully trained for three years. Lovely. And another potentially bearish event that could be in the pipeline as stablecoin issuer Tether ordered to produce documents showing backing of USDT. The order relates to a lawsuit that alleges unbacked USDT issuances have caused $1.4 trillion in damages to the market. Tether has been ordered by a US judge in New York to produce financial records relating to the backing of USDT as part of a lawsuit that alleges Tether conspired to issue the stablecoin as part of a campaign to inflate the price of Bitcoin. Yikes. Well, we have talked about this in multiple videos on the channel. But if you haven't checked them out yet, click on the link above to watch the most recent one explaining how Tether could bring down the entire crypto market with it if it goes bust. All right, let's finish things off with a flurry of bullish news stories from the week. But first, a quick note about Afani. People have been losing tons of money from sim swapping attacks. So as a crypto investor, it's especially important to stay vigilant during these crazy times. Afani is a secure mobile phone service that guarantees 100% protection against SIM swaps, as well as fake towers, eavesdropping, location tracking, spam calls, spam texts, and malware. They are based in the United States, and if peace of mind knowing you will never become a victim of a SIM swap isn't amazing enough, if by some crazy chance you do become a victim of a SIM swap, 
Your secure mobile service with Afani comes with $5 million worth of insurance coverage to protect you from any financial losses you experience from a SIM hack. And when you choose to secure your phone and financial assets with Afani, it is typically only about $10 to $30 more per month than your regular cell phone service. All their plans come with a 100% money back guarantee for the first 60 days, so there is no risk to you for two months if you decide to give them a go. So if you want to check out Afani, scroll down to the description area below and use this link to access their correct and official site, or feel free to use the QR code displayed on the screen. Sweet. Russian officials approved use of crypto for cross-border payments. Deputy Finance Minister Alexei Moiseev said the policy describes how to acquire cryptocurrency, what can be done with it, and its use in cross-border settlements. Interesting. Also, like we've been covering over the past several months, institutional interest in crypto continues to rise amid struggling prices. Fortnite creator Epic Games helps raise $30 million for metaverse firm Hedin, and Web3 bug bounty platform Immunify raises $24 million for its Series A funding round. Cool. And we've got some traditional finance players feeling the FOMO. NASDAQ enters crypto business with focus on security. NASDAQ is taking its first steps into crypto services with an emphasis on security, entering the business with a custody product for Bitcoin and Ether aimed at institutional investors. And finally, a random and interesting form of adoption, Colorado residents can now use crypto to pay taxes. The state's taxpayers can do so through PayPal for an additional fee. Awesome. Well, that was Crypto This Week with me, Crypto Casey. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and click the bell notifications to stay up to date on all the latest content. So which regulatory entity are you most worried about, if any? Do you think Tether will get out of producing documents yet again? Will the Federal Reserve actually continue to raise rates? Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.